Yo, 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 what's going on with you guys? Coming at you guys with episode two today. Fourth and inches. It's your boy Mike Jink once again. Today's episode is going to be covering the NFL post-draft. Post-draft, yes. How did you guys feel about your team's drafting? Is everybody satisfied? Because you know I surely am. But anyway, we're going to have a special guest once again right about now. Yo, yo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. He's here. He's here. Go ahead and tell the people who you are again, man. Even if they didn't catch the first episode, go ahead and let them know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man. So, it's Casley Sims back with another episode with my boy Mike, man, talking some sports. Uh, looking forward to a conversation. So, uh, I'm ready to see what he got in store for me. So, let's do it. Yeah, I was telling these folks, it's uh, we were gonna do a post draft edition a couple of days after the draft, but now we don't went a month. They don't even got in the rookie camps and OTAs, so yeah, it's part of the draft, part of the off season. So I still feel like these questions aren't too late to be asked. So one thing I'm gonna start no, off with, as far as as far as your division, your division only, how would you give the draft grades out? You don't necessarily have to do all seven rounds or all the picks. Just like, you know, you could do like the first three or whatever. Um, well, honestly, and this might sound a little, a little biased, but, um, okay, actually, I'm going to start from the fourth. I'm going to start from the fourth, fourth spot. I think at four, I'm going with Buffalo. Um, I think they have some, some, some neat. To feel that they didn't necessarily do. Um, I like Dalton Kincaid with their first pick, but I'm not sure how they're going to use him. To me, he's probably uh, he's going to be your uh, slot tight end, inline tight end too. Like he's very versatile, so um, I think he'll you know fit in that offense with Josh Allen. But I think they probably should have attacked the defense. Um, with their first pick and did a little more there. Third, I'm going to go Miami. Um, I don't think Miami had a lot of draft picks this year, if, I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, uh, but with with what they had, I think they did a decent job. The Jets, I love that um, Will McDonald pick at 15. Um, I'm surprised that Green Bay didn't get him at 13. They opted for Van Ness. Linebacker. I mean, they're two totally different kind of players, I guess. But um, I think Will McDonald should have went a little bit earlier. But I do like him for the Jets. Um, and then they made some other solid picks outside of that too. Um, number one, man, is New England. I think we hit a home run getting Christian Gonzalez at seventeen, a guy that you know was projected by a lot of people to be. The first corner off the board, the top 10 pick. I'd even mm-hmm. seen him in top five before, you know, like home run hit. So um, I definitely got very high expectations for him. He's going to walk into a division where he's got to defend some very good receivers. Um, before the offseason is, is all said and done, we might see DeAndre Hopkins in the division too. So, um, yeah, he's got he's got his work cut out for him. 
And then we were able to get Keon White in the second round, which I really love that guy. I mean, I, I love that pick. I, I love the spot that we got him at. I thought that he might have been a first-round pick, too. And guys that can play on the edge, play on Keon White fits that mold. Um, so very excited for him, too. We 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 dipped in the offensive line pool a couple of times, much needed because uh, we got some uncertainty on the right side with Riley Reef. We picked him up in the offseason, and then a window was hurt. So you know we just we uh, addressed that as well. And uh, yeah, I just think we had a very balanced. Uh, we picked our spots kind of draft, and so in the AFC East, I got to give New England that top spot for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, y'all had a pretty good draft. You know, that was some great value pick in that first round with Gonzalez. Surprise, oh, yeah. Washington didn't get him. Okay, yeah. now, this is for the all 32. Okay, I'm going to say 31 since you pretty much hopped on Gonzalez. Who was your favorite pick out of round one? Favorite pick out of round one that's not my team? Yeah, it can go as far as like a good value, you know, a great uh, fit, anything like that. Man, I think I think they surprised me with this, but I think that Devin Witherspoon pick to Seattle was a great pick. Um, based on how they've been building their defense the last couple of years, um, with those tall corners, you know, Pete Carroll loves his tall corners. Um, and I think they got another one who is he's gonna be he's gonna fit right in to Pete Carroll's defense. I really like him, but um I'm not going to say he's my favorite. He was just like the one that was like, wow, like they jumped for him and he's going to fit. But I would say my favorite one, and you probably don't like this one, but B. John going to the, to the Falcons. <laughs> I mean, great pick. At eight, you get, you get a guy who many were talking about could have been the first pick if it wasn't a quarterback needy draft or if somebody would have traded out of that first pick and, you know, traded up to get him at one. You know, he was that kind of player. You know, he was – Number one on a lot of people's big boards. Um, he personally thinks he's more than a running back. I can see him as more than a running back, too. You know, he can threaten in the passing game, too, maybe even as a slot receiver um, in some situations. I'm interested to see how they how they use him, too. Um, I'm not a fan of their quarterback situation, but, you know, um, Bijan will definitely uh, help the quarterback look a little better. Um, I'll say. So, Bijan Robinson, definitely my favorite pick in that first round. Now, now l- let me hate on Atlanta real quick. So, with all the holes they have and with them having a running back from their fifth round last year, rush 4,000, you think at pick eight, drafting a running back was, you know, the smart thing to do? Not to, not to you know, this Bijan or anything because he is who he is. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably – you know, in a perfect world, if Bijan was gone, they probably would have opted for defense. But I just think that the top of the draft, especially like that top 20, was so filled with so many different guys you could have picked on defense there that they were just like, man, Bijan Robinson fell in our laps. How do we not take him? And, um, you know, I think I like Algier. He's, he, he's a solid guy who, who broke out as a rookie fifth round pick, you know, but um, like 
like I said, I think Bijan is more than a running back. I think they'll use him in multiple ways, kind of like they use Cordell Patterson, but like a supersized version of him. You know, in the passing game, in the run game, of course, uh, blocking, all that kind of stuff. You know, he said himself he's a weapon, and I can see him as that for the Falcons. Uh, but yeah, they, they, it, it, to me, you know, when you're picking in that top 10, top 15 with how heavy the defensive class was this year, it's kind of like, man, I don't want to make a mistake. So let's just go with the guy who a lot of people think is a surefire guy. Um, and if they didn't get Bijan, I think the only other person I probably would opt for was uh, Jalen Carter at nine when he went to Philly. That's probably the only other person I'm, I might have would opted for if I don't get Bijan at eight. Well, Jalen Carter had good behavior. He wouldn't even been in the conversation, man. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so these next two questions, they're going to come off similar, but you may have two different answers. So just in case you do, I'm going to ask both. Okay. What was your most conf- what was your most confusing pick of round one? What confused you the most? Jameer Gibbs at 12. I mean, why? <laughs> Jameer Gibbs is a good player, man. I think he is a good player. I'm not I'm not saying he's not. And the fact that they took him that high means to me that when it came back around for the second round, he probably was going to be gone. Um, you know, maybe another team would have would have taken him. Um, they, they had another pick. I think they picked again at 18. Yeah, they did pick at 18, which I also – that that pick was okay too, but eh. – um, but Jameer gets a 12, definitely a surprise, especially with Swift was in the building. Of course, you see they let him go to Philly. Um, but obviously, there was probably some issues – between Swift and the front office, you know, they probably thought that he was too injury prone and, you know, kind of wanted to start over and, and see what a new running back would give him. I think Gibbs is a similar back to him. But, uh, you know, with how much, you know, just like you just said, Algier, fifth-round pick, just rushed for 1,000 yards, you know, like with how easy it can be for a running back to break out and have a good season – that's probably not a spot I would have went to at 12. Do you think they made that pick knowing Swift was getting dealt that weekend? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only reason why they, they made that move. Otherwise, because like I said, they're, they're like similar backs to me. So um, I don't think they would have kept both for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, now – I wouldn't – Gibbs wouldn't be my answer for this next question, but just in case you know who he is, I'm going to ask you. So who do you feel was the biggest reach in round one? Uh, Somebody you saw that might go day two or three that, you know, just uh, happened to fall in round one. Um, I think – I think – Every team did 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 what was expected. The only one that jumped out to me was the Jameer Gibbs pick, but he would have went easily in the second round. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. a reach. It was a reach for like, wow, you really drafted a another running back at twelve. You know, whatever. Like it was a reach in that sense, but like for what they needed and knowing that they were going to deal Swift, um, and that he might not be available on day two. It was a it was a it was a good pick from that standpoint. So, but I think for the most part, every team did well and didn't really reach. Um, I honestly thought New England was going to be the team to reach and pick a guy who you know it was not highly highly touted or anything like that. But 
they definitely surprised me by picking Gonzalez, but you know, yeah. And I was also and and it wasn't a reach, but I was kind of surprised Washington went with Forbes over Gonzalez. Apparently, they really wanted him. <laughs> you know, even enough that they wanted to trade with us or trade up and whatnot. Um, so I'm surprised that that, that he went. But for the most part, I think every team did good without reaching too, reaching too crazy. How much did it surprise you that two running backs went before the first receiver? Uh, a whole lot. Because like I said, I thought <laughs> I thought Gibbs was a day two pick for sure. Um, and I was surprised that we didn't get a receiver until what? What was it? Twenty? Uh, yeah, twenty. Yes, yeah. yeah, Smith and Jiggle went twenty. Yeah, sure. that was our first receiver off the board, and with how crazy. The receivers were talked about going into the draft. You know, I was surprised that we didn't get one picked until 20. Seattle really did a hell of a job in that first round, man. I mean, they really did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Who 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 was the um, most surprising player to fall that you didn't expect to fall the way they did in the first round? Gonzalez, easily. Christian Gonzalez? Easily. Like I said, I thought he was a top 5, 10 pick for sure. And for us to ha- for us to be able to trade back and still get him, like, okay, nah. do you think you guys traded back and like he w- did you have a backup plan? Do you think y'all had a backup plan? Is what I'm, is what I'm asking. Um, I think so. I think if Gonzalez was gone, we probably would have went offensive line. We probably would have went offensive line and maybe reached for a guy. Um, because I think after after Broder got taken, the only offensive lineman taken in the first round was Anton Harrison. Um, so you know that's probably a, a, a player that the Patriots might have taken at seventeen or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I think I think they were locked in on Gonzalez, but also the way the board was taken out felt that they could move back and still get him. Yeah, I, I didn't expect um I'm gonna go with two guys. I didn't expect Joey Porter or Nolan Smith to fall the way they did in the draft. Those yeah. are two guys I pretty saw going top fifteen, top twenty, most of the the draft process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porter Porter was another one who I thought dropped a little further than he should have. And man, y'all getting Nolan Smith at what? Thirty. Thirty? Yeah, I had <laughs> some marks. I had him projected to be our first pick. Yeah, <laughs> like him going at 30, I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting a, a, a little, a little, uh, luck. okay, I'm not going to say lucky, but things have been falling y'all's way the past couple of years um, in yeah. terms of players, in terms of trades, in terms of, you know, the, the, the way Hurts has developed, you know, Last knock year, on wood, just staying healthy in general is another big thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, this time last year, we were talking about how if Hurts don't do X, Y, Z, y'all going to be quarterback. But, obviously, that's not the case no more. I mean, one of the highest paid guys in the league now, so he locked in. Um, so, yeah, man, y'all been getting a little lucky the past few years. <laughs> So, what's the position you felt New England would address or address sooner than they did? Uh, I thought we would get a receiver. 
um, a bit earlier than we did. I don't think we drafted a receiver until like round six or something like that. Um, you got so, a good one, didn't you? Say that again. I said you got you got a good one from LSU, huh? Yeah. And um, well, I think he disappointed in his last year at LSU, but um, I think he's gonna come in and realize that you know this is not the college ranks anymore where you the dude and you can kind of take plays off or you know not work hard because he'll easily be cut (laughs) you know we'll easily cut him you know so um i think we'll get the guy who who a lot of people thought he was going to be in college you know so but i'm surprised that we that we waited that long to get a guy to get a receiver so that was the first receiver round six I think it was. I'm, I I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Cause we went we went kicker early, like round four. Uh, yeah, I think I think round six is when we first got a receiver. Man. Yeah, very surprising. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did we did invest a lot of money into Juju. And uh, I like Taquan Thornton, the guy we took last year. He he showed some flashes of being a, a good receiver. So, you know, maybe Bill felt like he was all right. Okay, okay. So outside of um, Christian Gonzalez, who's another rookie for you guys that you could see breaking out? Um, for my team or just? Uh, you could do both. You could do both. Uh. Man, I don't know how much playing time he's gonna get year one, but Jalen Carter, I think <laughs> he's gonna be very disruptive for y'all. Um, and he's getting he's getting to learn from two, three nice vets in Cox and Brandon Graham, man. So, you know, he's Carter's be a plug and play, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Hargrave left, you drafted him. There, there's, there's your insert. There's your replacement right there. Yeah, it's like him and Jordan Davis, they're going to be very disruptive. Um, and I think that the vets in that locker room are going to make sure that they have their heads on straight. And I think Jordan Davis being, you know, his teammate at Georgia and having a year in the league is going to help Jalen get adjusted to the league and, you know, kind of show him the ropes and let him know that, you know, we just need to, stay focused on football and go from there. Um, so I think Jalen Carter could be a good breakout guy. And um, a guy I said earlier, I think Jameer Gibbs, he's got, he's got all the opportunity in the world to have a thousand yard season as a rookie. Um, you know, so long as he stays healthy, Detroit's going to give him the ball. They like to run the ball and control the clock. So um, I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities to succeed in Detroit. So he's he's honestly – I don't think a lot of people are thinking about him as a rookie of the year candidate, but to me he's one of the top rookie of the year candidates on offense for me. Okay, okay. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer. All right. Um, kind of shift things outside of the draft for a minute. Do okay. you um, – do you think Mac Jones can afford to miss the playoffs again? No. Um, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> no, I think um, 
this is kind of make it or break it year to me. I mean, I think if he plays well enough and, uh, you know, maybe misses the playoffs, he'll he'll probably be back another season. But at that point, it's, 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 it's probably going to be a situation where, you know, we might be in talks to trade for a guy or, you know, we might even draft a guy next year or something in the draft if, if he misses the playoffs. Um, but I think Mac is – I think he's a hard worker. I think he knows that, you know, last year when he was benched um, and, you know, of course, also when he got hurt and then still came back and, you know, wasn't really the guy, you know, I think he knows that, you know, his job can be gone just like that. So I think he'll come in this season more focused. Um, He'll have a no bullshit kind of offensive coordinator this year with Bill O'Brien some continuity, some, some, you know, a guy that knows how to get it done for the Patriots. So um, he'll have good weapons, good offensive line, good coaching. So to me, man, he has no excuse to help power us to the playoffs. I think the only thing holding us back would be injuries. A lot of people look at our division and say, you know, we're going to be in fourth place or – you know, we're going to be a 7-6 win team. I don't think that's the case. I think last year we could have easily had 11 wins, 12 wins with our division. You know, we had some injuries. We had some games, some winnable games that we lost. So, you know, I think a lot of people are sleeping on New England this year. I mean, keep sleeping on us. That's fine. They see Aaron Rodgers in the division now and you know, the Dolphins are going to be a quality team. The Bills, of course, are going to be a quality team. And not a lot of people are talking about us. So, I kind of like it that way, though. So, um, I think Mac Jones has every every avenue to succeed. But um, it's going to be up to him to, to make it happen. Okay, okay. So, got one question. And then after that question, I'll get into some rapid fire and let you go on about your day. What's the okay. um? What's a couple position battles? It can be two to three. You know, you got to list all of them in training camp that you're looking forward to seeing. Um, I'm looking forward to see, and I keep going back to your team, man. I'm looking forward to see how that how that how that depth chart work out for that D line and for those linebackers. Um, on your team, you know who who breaks out and who's Who's getting early reps? Is Jalen Carter coming in, coming in and outworking Jordan Davis? Is uh, is Fletcher Cox not looking good and going to need more reps on the bench this year? <laughs> you know, like, you know, how's it going to work out? Is is then I like the Kobe was last year. You know, what's going to happen? You know, y'all did get rid of T.J. Edwards, so. You know, I'm not saying that those guys are middle linebackers, but they can be. I mean, versatility is 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 a, is a good thing to have as a linebacker, and um, you know, so opportunity there on uh, both both levels of of that Eagles defense. Um, and then, I mean, I think I think y'all secondary is pretty pretty locked tight. Um, mm-hmm. You might have some questions at safety. 
uh, with with uh, Gardner Johnson gone. Um, but you know, I think I think y'all will figure it out. Um, for my team, receiver. Um, what is Booty gonna do? Is Tyquan Thornton gonna make a leap? Is uh is Devonte Parker gonna be the guy that I wanted him to be when he left Miami? You know, is he gonna stay healthy? You know, who who's gonna take the spot of Jacoby Myers and be that 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 possession guy? Is it gonna be Juju? Is it gonna be Tyquan? Is it gonna be Booty? Is it gonna be any of the other guys we have on the roster? Um, you know, and uh, also. Our secondary, you know, we don't have McCordy anymore. We we gave Jabril Peppers a new contract. Um, Kyle Duggar is kind of like the the vet in that secondary now. Him and uh, Jonathan Jones, you know. So how does that work out? Who 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 takes the lead? Who becomes that new McCordy for us? That that new leader in the secondary for us, especially with all the young guys we now have in the secondary. You know, who becomes that guy to lead the way? Who y'all boys got spelling uh Stevenson when he come out the game now? Uh it's probably gonna be uh JJ from last year. Okay, okay. Um, JJ Taylor. Yeah, JJ or uh, or uh, Pierre Strong. Um New England didn't really address their the running back position in the offseason or um in the draft, so it's definitely Ramadre's team. Um, and I think usually Bill likes to have a guy on the roster who is your runner and then your guy who's your receiver, but Drake can do both effectively. So I think he's going to give them a lot of freedom this year to really break out. And I would not be surprised if you see him taking one of the top four or five running backs in the fantasy draft this year. Whew. <laughs> so that's in a PPR league, like a guy like Stevenson, who you know New England's going to pass the ball to the back. Very valuable running back in a in a fantasy draft. So that's McCaffrey, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. Uh, is this where he goes right here? <laughs> I mean, you taking them over Bijan or over um, Mixon? You, you know, you got Mixon in there. You got a couple other dudes, Dalvin Cook. Um, if 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 somebody did, I wouldn't be mad at it because I already know the kind of opportunity that he's going to have in that offense. So it wouldn't be a bad pick. It it just would be like, huh? You really took him over? XYZ, you know, whatever. So um, it'll be a shock to many, but not a shock to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so before you get on about it, just a few rapid-fire questions to, you know, put some finishing touches on this. So out of the AFC East, which team would you say you hate the absolute most? Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Easily because they they've been the ones on top. I just I just don't want to see 
kind of like people felt about us. <laughs> okay, okay. Who who's your favorite player in the AFC East, not on New England? Uh, I hate to say it, but Josh Allen, man. Josh, Josh, okay, Josh Allen. Okay. Um, out of the rookie QBs from this past draft class, who would you trust the most in a two-minute drill? Bryce Young, easily. Very poised uh, quarterback. I mean, he's played for Nick Saban. You know, I think, I, yeah, Bryce Young easily. Now, with him playing for Alabama, I, I wouldn't think he had too many two-minute drill situations. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Um, which non-divisional game on you guys' schedule are you most looking forward to this season? Philadelphia, week one. Week one? Oh. Because, only because of you, man. <laughs> only because of you. Otherwise, looking forward for the divisional games. But um, since Philly's on the schedule this year, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Okay, okay. And last but not least, give us your offensive and defensive rookie of the year predictions. Um, Jameer Gibbs. And, uh, well, I don't know. It's going to be hard to beat them quarterbacks that have solid years. But I'm going to go with Jameer for offense. And uh, defense, I'm going uh, Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez, okay. I think he'll have like five interceptions this year, not allow a whole lot of yards and TDs, and uh, be your defensive rookie of the year. Hey, man, for uh, Jameer Gibbs to be your most confusing pick, you done showed him a ton of love since you answered that question, man. <laughs> confusing because <laughs> it was like, what? At twelve, uh, another running back. Yeah, I had, I had I had him on my list for pick thirty. I didn't have him going <laughs> twelve. Yeah, like, but but for what? If if Detroit didn't deal Swift, it it wouldn't have made any sense. But it makes total sense. But at the time of the pick, it didn't make sense to me. Right, right. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Before I close this out, I promise you, you guys. Sims will not be on the third episode. I will have a new guest. <laughs> I, I promise you guys that. But hey, <laughs> look, I would like I, look, to, you know, hey, thank look. you for coming on. Yep, yep. You can go ahead. Give me oh, a last yeah. spiel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if I got to be on three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> man, look, it don't matter. You know, I like to talk sports with you. And uh, you know, it's always good to get up here and, and, and uh, rap with you and talk about football. Can't wait till the season starts, really. Yeah, me and Ro had a good episode going, but life started lifening, so I guess we'll finish that up soon before the yeah, season gets here. Yep. And then, you know, sometime during the week, you can come back on. Maybe maybe after week one. After week one, you know, we can oh, get yeah. podcast in that Monday. <laughs> we definitely going to have to discuss that one. Win or lose for us, we definitely going to have to discuss that one. Yeah, you know, when when we lose, man, this podcast be lucky to hit 20 minutes. We <laughs> we win, I can talk all day. <laughs> okay, but yeah, okay. That's going to do it for this one. Yep. All righty. All right, till next time, bro. All right.